Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. If that song does not take you back to the mid-1980s, I don't know what does. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. And right now, the Edmonton Oilers are taking us all back to the mid-1980s with the way they're scoring goals. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Complete recap of, uh, well, the Oilers got the sweep on uh, two road games. They can score, no question about it. Unbelievable fan support in both Tempe, Arizona on Monday night in, uh, and again last night in Las Vegas. A full recap, extended version as uh, the Oilers put up a seven spot on the uh, Vegas Golden Knights who went into last night's game leading the Western Conference. Huge night for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He had a goal, five points. Edmonton staying in the mix uh, for the race for first place. Uh, Jay Woodcroft, will hear from him. Leon Dreisaitl. And a little bit of an update from Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland on Ryan McLeod's status as well. Today is a CBA-mandated off day. No surprise at this time of year. Uh, the science would suggest never uh, underscore the importance of rest and recovery for players. Edmonton tomorrow against Todd McClellan and the LA Kings. The Edmonton Oilers have the most wins in the month of March. They're 11-2-1. and The LA Kings have the best record in the month of March, despite losing last night 2-1 in Calgary. Calgary's kind of had LA's number this year. They're about the only team that's had LA's number. The Kings have had a uh, a huge step forward year. It's going to be a great game tomorrow night at Rogers Place. And frankly, let's not forget how the last game between the two teams, Edmonton and LA, ended. There were three fights in that game. Zach Hyman fought Jersey. Uh, Philip Deneau uh, basically jumped Yessa Pugliarvi after a hit in that game, and Pugliarvi does not know how to fight, and Deneau won the fight, and, and then, then then ended up turning down the opportunity to fight a couple other Oilers players later on in that game. Uh, and then uh, Clem Costin went toe-to-toe with Brendan Lemieux. The Oilers did not have Evander Kane, and they did not have Vincent Deharnay. Hmm. I have a feeling over the course of the next week, Evander Kane and Vincent DeHarnay, amongst others. I expect it to be playoff-style hockey between Edmonton and L.A. Coming up, uh, the schedule, it's simple here. The Oilers take on the Kings tomorrow night. They get out, uh, Dallas Akins, another former Oilers coach, and the Anaheim Ducks, who were full-blown in the um, Connor Bedard hunt on Saturday night. And then Edmonton flies to Los Angeles for a back-to-back with L.A. on Tuesday and Anaheim on men, uh, Wednesday. They'll fly on uh, Monday. So lots to get to. Louis DeBrusque will join us on today's show, Sportsnet Color Analyst for GCL Diesel. We will open up the phone line and get your thoughts at 105 on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree has George Thurgood and the Destroyers taking the stage at River Cree May 4th. Info and tickets at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the 
Ashley Five Floors text line, same number, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can reach me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. I do want to say a special thank you to everyone who took the time via text uh, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line or on uh, Twitter on Bob underscore Stoffer to reach out yesterday. Uh, it was uh, very kind of many of you on the uh, birthday front. And Brendan Escott, who's a huge part of the show, is with us as well. You can reach Brendan at two E's, Escott with two T's. Uh, Brendan, what did you think of last night? That's pretty awesome. We're getting uh, playoff vibes in these games, Bob. And I'll tell you what, when when the good guys are putting up a converted touchdown, that puts a big smile on my face any day of the week. So it, it was funny because I was on with Gene during the second intermission last night, and we mentioned the fact that Nugent Hopkins had five uh, points, and he's like, does he got a chance of Gagne? And I'm like, uh, no, he doesn't because the Oilers aren't going to get a bunch. Ten years ago, there would have been more penalties called uh there was and and so it's not a loser's lament if edmonton wins the game all i'm saying to you is in a game in which edmonton went three for three in the power play the vegas golden knights were we're gonna have to do something pretty significant and uh to, to get a penalty there wasn't gonna be any 50 50 calls that were gonna put edmonton back on the power play in that game our top story for legacy heating and cooling whether it's heating or cooling you need get it with no payments and no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling, Bob and Steve, Bobby and Steve, will look after you at Legacy Heating and Cooling. And our top story, the Oilers get the road sweep. Completely different experiences, uh, and I'll bring this up with Louie a little bit later on. So, Brendan, yesterday, uh, so there's there's two buses that go a half, they depart the hotel a half an hour uh, apart. Uh, Cam and me always take the early bus because we do a thing for Oilers Plus about two hours before every game, uh, a pre-tape. And then I'm on uh, with Reed Wilkins on the face-off show 90 minutes before the game. So we always take the early bus. So I'm not going to say which hotel we're at, but from the hotel, there's a ton of construction going on in Vegas right now because of the F1 race that's coming there. And it's made getting around downtown amongst all the hotels uh, to T-Mobile Arena very, uh, well, it's not the, it's, we could have walked there quicker than it took us to bus. But as we drove past the two outside bars that are closest to T-Mobile Arena, they were packed with Oilers fans. I mean packed. I never heard a couple guys on the bus so wow, look at that. Like, And then after the game, they had converged near the team bus outside, cordoned off, so, and they were chanting every player that came by, even some of the media stiffs like yours truly. It was a pretty cool experience. So you could hear the fans in the building last night. I'd say that they made up three-quarters of the fans in Tempe, Arizona as well. The order's traveling well. And the question i got to ask, and I'm going to ask you, Brendan, like, you know, we, we open up with Tears for Fears. We talk about the 80s, the greatest collection and cavalcade of stars we ever saw, in my opinion. on uh, you know, And I, I know the, the Montreal Canadiens had 10 or 11 Hall of Famers on teams. But the league's bigger. It's a bigger league now. The, there's, it's more difficult to accumulate that type of talent. We're going through a pretty special time right now. Like, this team can flat out score goals. And, the, you know... I, everybody knows you're going to have to crack it down as the playoffs get closer. We all know that. And this is going to be a real good test. But isn't it a little bit reassuring to know? You are taking a pocket knife to a gunfight most nights when you're playing the Edmonton Oilers offensively. Like, is it, is it not fun 
to watch? Is it not entertaining? They take the the oxygen out of out of your lungs. Pretty well every time they're on the power play. Certainly the way that they can move the puck around and, and the way that they were whipping it last night, Bob. I mean, I think I heard the comment made. It might have been Gene saying that all they needed was sweet Georgia Brown playing in the background. And it was the Harlem Globetrotters and the Washington Generals. And we're talking about the best team in the Pacific Division, at least in the standings. So, you know, Edmonton offensively is in a league of its own right now. And, and it, to me, is... Like, it, I don't know that it's breeding a whole new category of fans, but this is a different game that the National Hockey League puts on now than I would suggest even five years ago. So it's a lot of fun to tune into, and we are certainly blessed to be able to turn into tune into the guys that uh, suit up in Oilers silks each night. You know, Brendan, on the, um, the second Oilers power play goal, right after Bouchard, the puck went back. It, it hopped on Bouchard's stick, and Carlson made a really good play. Jay Woodcroft left the first power play unit on the ice, and they just dissected Vegas for a goal. That was the, the dry sidle goal. The scouts are sitting right in front of me, and there's a couple of them are from Edmonton, and they were laughing. They're like, how do you stop that? Like it's the power play, by the way, is now over 32%, which would be the highest in NHL history. It's at 36% since Evan Bouchard took over. Let's get to it. It's the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Oilers in the Vegas Golden Knights looking forward to this one. Puck up against the boards inside the Oilers zone. Eugene Hopkins couldn't get it out in front of the net. Scores! Marcheseau was alone in front of the net. He was able to squeeze it through the pads of Skinner. Just a minute and 12 seconds into the first period. The left wing, Eugene Hopkins to Bouchard. Shoots! Scores! Evan Bouchard with a quick shot from the point. Off the post and in a power play goal. Nicholas Watt in the middle. He lost it. Nugent Hopkins shoots. Scores! Ryan Nugent Hopkins finds the loose puck and he goes glove side on quick. And it's a 2-1 Oiler lead. Uh, they're a hard-working team. They got a lot of skill too. Um, but I think both teams are uh, focused on playing a simple game and uh, just kind of establishing a game. And I thought uh, we did a good job of responding after their first one. Petrangelo will get it out. Now that puck's bouncing around. Carlson steals. He'll go towards the net. Scores! Carlson swept it to the front of the net. Newton Hopkins across to McDavid in front. Scores! Leon Dreisaitl directs it home. It's a power play goal, and the Oilers are up 3-2. Well, that's how you go get it back. This power play. I mean, the Oilers are two for two. They are now above the 31.9% that the Montreal Canadiens had back in 77-78. That was unbelievable. Hurst took him away from it. It comes loose in front. Scores! Michael Amadio got the loose puck. Too far for Nugent Hopkins. Blasted on net. Scores! Darnell Nurse hammered it off the left wing from a sharp angle. And somehow that gets in. And the Oilers have a 4-3 lead. Right wing. Got it to Yamamoto. Back to Dreisaitl. Across the King. Scores! The Vander Kane gets his 300th career goal and gives the Oilers a 
three, Lee. How gorgeous of a three-way passing play was that? 25 seconds of power play time to McDavid in front of the net. Scores! Zach Hyman taps it home on a setup from McDavid. Power play goal. Look along the boards, pass Marsha so and out right to Kulak. He comes out of the box and over the line. The shot scores! Brett Kulak came out of the penalty box. He goes stick side on Bressois. And the Oilers are up 7-3. Oilers fans are on their feet here at the T-Mobile Arena. You can hear them. They are fired up about their team. Long shot on net, saved by Skinner. The third period's come to a close. The Oilers come into Vegas. They roll the Golden Knights to the tune of 7-4 here tonight. They rolled them. Ryan Nugent Hopkins following the game had this to say on staying in the race for first place. We know who we're playing. We know where they're at in the standings. Uh, we know where we're at, and we're still pushing for home ice, and um, uh, I think that does make a difference come playoff time, so I thought it was a great job. Uh, obviously, they took uh, two points. We just got the one uh, a couple nights ago uh, in our building, so we wanted to respond, and uh, did a great job tonight. And Nugent Hopkins, a goal and four assists, five-point performance, second of his NHL career, first in over a decade. He had five assists the night the Oilers routed Chicago 9-2 at Rogers Place. Um, that's when the Oilers scored a bunch of five-on-three uh, five goals. Here's uh, the Nuge on his point totals. And obviously, uh, offensively, our team's uh, been clicking all year and um, playing with some great players and uh, just trying to... Uh, help out a little more offensively uh, than I did last year and um, obviously I think when you have team success and individual success falls that sometimes. Meanwhile Jay Woodcroft, Oilers head coach, has watched his team go 11-2-1 since the arrival of Matthias Ekholm in the month of March. You know, Brendan by the way I just want to point out and maybe the listeners can correct me on this preseason prognostication how many wins this year? There is a range. 47 and 52. Yeah. And I know where we were at right before Christmas. But if you want to go hop on NHL.com and uh, go game by game uh, in terms of team stats, the Oilers have the most points in the Western Conference since Christmas. Uh, Jay Woodcroft's thoughts on Ryan Nugent Hopkins. A strong two-way versatility to Ryan. I move him all over the lineup. Um, uh, left wing, right wing, center. He plays in every situation. Um, never complains. Just uh, does whatever the coaching staff or his teammates ask of him. Um, you know, he's finding the offensive groove this year. Um, but his overall two-way play is at the highest I've seen as an Edmonton Oilers. And... Uh Woodcroft also added some additional perspectives on the Pacific Division playoff race. As you hear me say every single day, we try and take it one at a time. And, um, you know, we're going to get on our plane, get back to Edmonton, have a good rest day tomorrow, and and make sure we're ready for a really good Los Angeles Kings team. We know what we're up against in them. Um, You know, we want to show well against a really good team, and the points will take care of themselves. We just want to get our game in order. And... uh... Woodcroft adds he thinks the Oilers are playing well, but they're still trying to improve. 
I don't think we're anywhere near our potential just yet. Uh, I think we're working towards that. I saw good signs in our team. We're back-to-back -back situation. Uh, just came off winning uh, two games in a row in two tough buildings in a, you know, a, versus a team that hasn't lost a lot. Uh, so, you know, for that matter, the team yesterday hadn't lost a lot. Um, so for us to find wins, well, we weren't perfect in either game. Uh, I thought there was a lot of good uh, for us to build on, and we're building towards peaking at the right time, which is in about three weeks. By the way, Bruce Cassidy, the head coach of Vegas, who went into last night's game in first of the Western Conference uh, after the game, said, look, we have a good offensive team but they have the best offensive team in the NHL. We can't play that game that we played tonight. Uh, Leon Drysaddle, he's got the utmost respect for the Nuge. Such a good hockey player. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy. He, he, he doesn't get nearly enough... Uh recognition and um, that, that then he deserves uh, you know the, the things he does um, are so subtle and and most people don't don't realize what what he does out there but uh, it's just a phenomenal hockey player and dry said it was a good win for Edmonton over the Vegas Golden Knights every every line contributed uh, power play was go good PK was really good um, so that's that's a great sign. Um, obviously, we, we still gave up four goals, and um, you know we, we, we want that to come down a little bit. But um, all in all, I uh, thought we we yeah had had the play in our favor for for most of the night and, and handled it very well. All right, uh, Ken Holland, Oilers general manager, was on the show yesterday. Ryan McLeod has been out of the lineup for the Oilers for a couple of weeks, and this is where and I just want you to to formulate this. Um, Playoffs, you got to be fast. You got to be competitive. The Oilers are going to need Ryan McLeod back in the lineup, and I do think at some point Dylan Holloway is going to reweight work his way back in the mix here. Uh, don't forget, there's no salary cap come playoff time. Ken Holland on a bit of an update on McLeod's potential return. Got just got news yesterday. He's going to be out a little. I think he's going to be out another couple of weeks. We're hoping to get him back. Um, it's not a concussion. It's not head related. It's it's uh, in his upper body. Um, he's probably going to be out another couple of weeks. We're hoping to get him back for the last uh, couple games of the regular season. Maybe at San Jose. Maybe if if the very earliest would be when we go to California. There, uh, uh, L.A. Anaheim. There you go. That's Ken Holland, Oilers GM. 1225 in Edmonton. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We'll be back with NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. This text comes in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Hey, Bob, who does Bouchard resemble you as a great offensive defenseman from the past? To me, he looks like Brian Leach, says a texter. Um, I'm going to go Larry Murphy. Yeah, I'm going to go Larry Murphy. 1,600 NHL games, 1,200 points for Larry Murphy. I don't think he's quite as dynamic as Leach was. Let's go to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Edmonton owned and operated. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here is Brendan. Three games tonight in the league. Toronto home to Florida. Washington hosting the Islanders. And Colorado entertains Minnesota. Of course, the Oilers welcome Los Angeles to town tomorrow. A game with second place in the Pacific Division on the line. 7 o'clock puck drop on 6.30. Chad, Vancouver announced the signing of of defenseman Akito Hirose today out of uh, Minnesota State Mankato. Two-year entry-level deal. Detroit's Robbie Fabry out for the rest of the year with a lower body injuries. Uh, four to six weeks on the timeline there. And Bakersfield on the road in Coachella Valley tonight. Bob. 
Thank you very much, Brendan. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Evan Cook. And when we come back, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel.